Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Hey every one. Hello. Um, this is something that's been on my mind for a while and I've just been thinking about it for months on end, right? But today I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And um, I've got my ideas down. You know, it's, it's not going to be as free-flowing as maybe like my last episode. I, like I have an idea. I have a plan. I see where I'm going. I just got to figure out how to get there. But anyway, um, I'm going to do my best and I'm going to try. I'm going to try and break down the problem of evil. Um, essentially, why pain, why suffering, why trauma, and you know, um, all this stuff from a biblical perspective. And uh, just sort of the one or two things that I've picked up on my journey and experienced in my own time, seen out there in the world, and sought out through looking for the philosophical arguments and the material and continuing to compound my faith, looking for reasons to deconstruct my disbelief so that I can continue to press into um, Jesus, press into my faith, press into God and really be a place where the Holy Spirit can reside. You know what I mean? So um, this is what we got right now. Um, so right off the bat, just opening the window, opening the door. Um, I lost my dad to suicide at a really young age. Uh, I was 11, and it's shaped the way I view the, viewed the world. And now I'm just sort of like I won't say I won't say I am processing my day-to-day -day life entirely through that, but it definitely has informed a large part of how I see and view things. And me being a Christian has definitely contended with that and I've come to accept and process and deal and heal and all these good things and of course your boy be asking hey God what's going on there fam you know like why this why evil why lose my dad to suicide and um, with questions with a question and questions of this nature you're not going to have a perfect all-round answer. Mine is maybe more philosophical. Um, there definitely is like the more emotional, pastoral sort of answer that'll speak to like the actual event, right? You know, like it's, it's one thing to have the one plus one is two sort of answer to why I lost my dad to suicide but there's still the answer for the boy who just lost his dad, you know, and um, I don't know, I suppose I'll touch on that answer another time in another episode, but I just really wanted to do this one. So let's get into it, right? Let's define some terminologies and some words real quick, right? We gotta understand who God is and God being Yahweh, the Father, is the creator and sustainer of the entire universe. He is omniscient, omnipotent, and omnibenevolent, meaning all-knowing, all-powerful, and all-good. <clears throat> He's perfect by nature, and thusly has to be set apart from all imperfection because He's divine. And omnibenevolent creator would only create a human that, that possesses free will. This is really important. This is something we're going to get to. Well, this is something we're going to get to. We're going to get to that. Another word you got to define is sin. And in a very broad sense, it is the immoral act 
or an immoral act, rather, that breaks divine law. But as far as the Judeo-Christian worldview is concerned, sin is the... What is the evil human intent? Did I, I was really about to say the evil human intent. The evil human intent to commit lawlessness in God's eyes, and this is what creates separation from God. The, 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 the set-apartness of God in his perfection from imperfection yeah that that gap that divide that's that sin that's like that human thing where like everyone at a very general level everyone knows humans are messed up and whatever that messed up thing is that we're all talking about in a general sense yeah the bible defines it as sin all right that's what it is that is what it is and it's in all human hearts it's in my heart and we continue to deal with this stuff on a day-to-day -day basis right this is literally where we're at, this is what we're pushing back against in Christianity. This is what we're fighting against. Where are we? We're talking about purpose now. We're talking about the purpose of humanity, and that is to be God's image bearers who reflect his glory and submit to him and share dominion with him over creation, over the world, over the animals, over the PS5s, over the over the, the iPhone X whatever, over the the, the the Masa Square Center, over, you know, just like you're supposed to rule over all the stuff, right? And the world, that's like, this is supposed to be a place that you control under the submission of God, of course. But, um, like I mentioned earlier, sin separates us from God and this dominion over creation. So without God, Without God's power, he separates, him, he separates himself from sin, and we're stuck here, we're dealing with the stuff here, and our desires become overrun by other things that end up controlling us and leave us in an echo chamber of no purpose, like this, this, this whole thing where people come up with their own things and do their own things, and uh, just, you know, like, I think that's a whole conversation on its own, but anyway. We end up getting distracted by other things that take our eyes off of purpose, and in this particular instance, I'm referring to pain, I'm referring to suffering, I'm referring to trauma, and these things have definitely kept me in the backseat of my own life before. However, the Bible documents how and why we should conquer the problem of evil as follows. I'm going to start with Ecclesiastes. Yo, Ecclesiastes is a wild book. It is a wild book, right? And I'm, I'm reading from chapter 4 here. I'm reading from chapter 4. Oppression, toil, and friendlessness. And it reads, Again I looked and saw all the oppression that was taking place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed, and they have no comforter. Power was on the sides of their oppressors, and they have no comforter. And I declared that the dead who had already died are happier than the living, who are still alive. But better than both is the one who's never been born who has never seen the evil that is done under the sun. If you need to pause, go ahead and do it. I'm just gonna let that, uh, just let that sink in. Genesis 2 chapter, Genesis chapter 2 verse 16 to 17 frames the problem of evil for us. And we're going back to that thing that I said earlier about um, free will. You remember how God created humans that have the ability to freely choose? Well, this is what I'm talking about, where it reads, and the Lord God commanded the man, being Adam, the male. Huh, interesting. 
anyway, um, that's like a whole different thing about like, you know, Adam and Eve. And, but anyway, um, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree. The knowledge of good and evil, from when you eat it, you will certainly die. So, this God, right, this all-loving, all-good God would only create creatures, humans in this particular instance, that have the ability to choose. Humans are created with the ability to choose, and you choose God things, everything works out, you choose bad things, things don't work out, and sin being out there in the world is a byproduct of humans choosing their own things, now things don't work out, and this is where we're at right now. Genesis 3, Genesis chapter 3, verse 21, Genesis 3, verse, Genesis 3, verse 21, it reads, hang on, this, this bit of, this chunk here, this chunk here of scripture, Genesis 3, it opposes the problem of evil by showing us how God redeems our failure, right? After we willfully choose, after we willfully rebel, after we, like, with our chests, we say that we're going to, yeah, going to mess up. Then God says, okay, cool. I mean, you can choose that, right? But, you know, um, he covers us. And the Lord God, just by the way, like it's not a license to like sin. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that you know He loves us enough to like make provision for forgiveness and covering and all these things. A little caveat. But anyway, and the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and Eve, and He clothed them, drove the man out, and drove the man and the woman out out of the garden so that they don't eat <laughs> that the, the, the fruit of eternal life. Because you can imagine what kind of problems you have if like the messed upness of humanity is allowed to exist forever and ever and ever and ever but you know that's uh, that's like a whole different thing so humans have messed up and sin death darkness um being in bad health receding hairlines no offense i i, I like I, I, I if anybody's listening and they have a receding hairline i don't mean to offend you i'm just saying it's just not a good thing you know but just like all things that are not good right I'm really sorry, please don't be mad at me. All things that are bad exist in the world that God created now because human beings done chose the stuff and now it's here and now it's with us. And God says, all right, I'll forgive them though. I'll, 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 I'll make a way for them though. I'll give them the ability to not let this darkness like rule over them. And then we skip ahead to where Jesus appears, right? He does his miracles, he changes lives, he heals people, he does all this incredible stuff. And then the humans kill him, right? Humanity kills him, the people kill him on the cross. He resurrects after three days and becomes the way, hear me clearly, the way for humanity to have right standing in a relationship with God once again. Now, this is the part for the Christians, for the Christians, for the little Christs who live in this world where it's all evil, it's all messed up, and we're here, pain, suffering, trauma, but, you know, we're just like, we want the stuff to end, man, we 
we want the good stuff to, to, to come through. And this is where we're at right now. This is where the believers are at right now. We're expecting the return of Christ to end suffering. This is the hope that we press on towards. This is what we're looking for. This is what we're this is what we this is what Christians hope for. This is what we're doing all this for. To see the end of evil days, to see the end of suffering, to see the end of pain, to see the end of trauma, to enter a time of of you know all things being cool again. And this is what Revelation chapter 21 verse 4 says. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall be neither, what neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And for me, this pretty much sums up why Christianity is the best way to process and tackle. The things that human beings have to go through, right? The messed upness of the human heart and the human world and all these things. Christianity is the way to process it, to deal with it, to have something to wake up and move towards, move through, right? And just reach a point where evil will cease to exist, where the pain and the suffering ends. This is the hope. This is what, this is what Jesus offers us. And this is what we are able to accept, that same free will that I was talking about earlier. This is what we can use that free will for, to walk in purpose, to walk in confidence, to walk in authority towards a goal that, sure, it may not be easy to get there. But once we do, once we get there, it's like, yeah, man, I made it. I finished the race. I made it. I finished strong, bro. Here I am. The dark times are over and we reach a point of eternal life through salvation, through transformation and conforming to the image of Christ. And I don't know, this is, a, this is some pretty liberating stuff for your boy. This is, this is what I'll wake up and do, right? This is what gets me, this is what gets me out of bed. This is what gives me the strength to face the hard days that I have. And there's believers, countless believers all over the world that are hoping and believing for the same thing. So as far as suffering goes, as far as the problem of evil goes, it ends with the sacrifice and resurrection of Christ. And this is how, this is how we believers do it. So I don't know if, if, um, if there's any like thoughts, feelings, eh, additions, subtractions, general comments, just, you know, whatever. Feel free to share it with a friend. Um, Stuff's gonna exist on my podcast for as long as my podcast exists. So, you know, uh, it's gonna be here, it ain't going nowhere. I'm just gonna go ahead. I wanted to get this in done 15 minutes, so here we are. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Take care.